Hi, this is Catching the Sun Podcast. I'm Danielle Bellew, and my passion is helping others enjoy life to its fullest, just as I do, through amazing food, wine, spirits, and travel. I am a certified travel advisor and owner of Catching the Sun. I help fellow travelers just like you design your perfect vacation with spectacular food, drink, and destinations curated just for you. Let's meet here each week and we'll circle the globe together to discover all the culinary and travel delights the world has to offer. Let's go catch the sun. Do you love wine or are you a lover of whiskey? Is there a better time to visit a winery? What about that spit bucket? Should I use it? How about tasting etiquette for whiskey? Should I ask questions when I'm at a distillery? These are just some of the questions many travelers have. Let me share eight top tips for visiting wineries and distilleries. The first four for wineries. First, plan ahead. Most of us are used to associating wine with the evening, such as with dinner, drinks after work, But when planning a day tasting and touring your way through the wine country and visiting wineries, it's best to get started as early as possible. Many wineries close daily at 4 p.m. Very few stay open past 6. While most wineries with tasting rooms are open for walk-in tastings or tours, some, including those that are high-end wineries, require appointments. You know, I can definitely speak from experience. On my last river cruise, We were tasting at 10 a.m. And even one morning after a bike ride down the Rhone River, we were tasting wine at 9.30. What a way to start the day. Second, be prepared for microclimates. Often wine regions or vineyards are selected because they have a specific climate. This means in two vineyards that are very near to each other, one may actually be chilly and windy and the other could be calm and sunny. You could go from high altitude to foothills to sweating in just a few hours. Oftentimes, you'll be walking through vineyards, tasting outside. So one thing you want to make sure to do is protect your skin and even protect yourself from bugs. So what I try to do is layer. I'm always ready no matter where I'm tasting. Third, best time to travel. Spring is a great time for traveling to wine regions. Everything is fresh and bright. The previous season's wines will be settling down in their barrels or even their tanks, and you might be able to sample some. Then there's the summertime. It shimmers. It's a dramatic atmosphere. You got the midsummer heat. Vines are verdant. Grapes are formed, but not taking on their final coloration yet. So it's a perfect time to travel. Autumn also brings beautiful colors. The grapes are ripening, bubbling ferments, but it's also harvest time too, so you have to keep that in mind. Winter wine travel can be difficult because there are many wineries that will be traditionally closed to guests over winter. But you know, wine tourism is actually fast becoming a year-round activity. So winter wine tourism has some unique benefits. You have the lack of tourists, the opportunity to sample the local cuisine, beautiful views. I mean, what more can you ask for? So lastly, don't be afraid to spit. 
That spit bucket or a spit sink is there for a reason. So if your goal for the day is to actually taste and evaluate as many wines as possible, spitting might be a good idea to avoid dulling the senses. If your goal is to have a carefree day in the wine country, then by all means, don't spit. It's your choice. Now here are four top tips for visiting distilleries. First, plan ahead. You know, today your choices are so many, not only in the number of distilleries, but even the types of tours you can experience. You have the opportunity to fill a bottle straight from a cask in the warehouse or even blend your own version of whiskey. Distilleries also provide tours at multiple levels. So you can start off as an introductory, maybe you're just getting into it, or you've been sampling or drinking whiskey for quite a while, so you need that expert tour, or even a VIP where you get a special experience for a special occasion, or just because. Second, what about attire in tour areas? You know, you got to dress appropriately for the time of the year. You think about the still rooms can be extremely warm when the distillation process is going on. But outside, you've got to be prepared for sun, rain, wind, or even snow, sometimes all in the same day. Now, what about walking through these tour areas? You want to make sure you wear sneakers or walking shoes for comfort, but also They have to be able to provide a little bit of safety, too, because you're going to climb steep stairs. You're going to be on a steel flooring, you know, that industrial flooring. So not only for comfort, but just making sure for safety, too. Production areas of many distilleries, unfortunately, today are not wheelchair accessible. But thankfully, that is improving. We're seeing some changes, which is wonderful. So It's not uncommon for an old distillery building to not have an elevator going between the floors. And if you need that, just please notify me if you need that extra assistance. Third, tasting etiquette. No matter how curious you are, be patient and don't swallow the whiskey right away. Just as your guide takes you through, listen and just try to learn. They're going to take you through different stages of whiskey appreciation They're even going to point out those key flavors in each dram. So just remember, tasting isn't the same as drinking. You're going to evaluate and actually enjoy the whiskey. Observe the color. Give it a smell, but do it gently. Sip small and savor the whiskey. And don't forget the finish. Let it linger, evolve, and then fade away. Now, lastly, here's some good questions to ask on your distillery tour. How many bottles or cases do you produce per year? Remember, though, that size does not equal quality when it comes to this question. Then you can ask, do you ferment all of the alcohol that you distill? This can actually be a tricky question. So just look out for that distillery's intent and their philosophy. Make sure you're on the same page. What spirit do you enjoy making the most? This could be easy with a smaller distillery to figure out. You can actually just see it. But larger ones, it could be surprising. Do you have any new upcoming releases? Well, this is a good question, even though they may not tell you the answer, but you might get a small sample. How did you or the distiller get into distilling? You know, this is your opportunity to dig deep, to 
to really hear their story. I really hope you enjoyed these eight top tips for visiting wineries and distilleries and actually found something new or interesting to learn. So now here's a question for you. Would you want to visit a winery or a distillery? Hmm, I want to do both. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this week's journey. If you'd like to know more, please visit my website at catchingthesun.com and I'll help you relax, explore, and enjoy Catching the Sun on your next amazing gastro travel experience.